Let's go. It's the Plank Show with Josh Helmer right here on the Rep Sports Radio Network. Last night was a great night, dude. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When I get the opportunity to have the radio crew get together and go over the last checklists of, all right, this sponsor is here, this sponsor is there. You want to do this? You guys travel here. I mean, it's literally one of those moments where, like, the next responsibility is taping. Think about this, Josh. Today is Thursday. It's a Cavens Group Thursday, 405-573-3048 or cavensgroup.com. Uh, Gary's going to come on at 1035 today. But it is – it's Thursday. On Monday, we'll be live from OU – And we'll be taping Coach's Corner, and it will be game week. And for all of the, we just got to play, let's get to the games. We all are understanding, every one of the ref army, especially those in the Planks Platoon, understands that not all is healed and cured. Once you kick off the 23 season, and good Lord willing, beat the snot out of Arkansas State, because we know, Josh, we know. It's not going to be a full, we're back, baby, until Oklahoma can be undefeated heading into Texas, and then that way could be wild. We get that. But with that said, bro, it's pretty nice to think that we've got I, – because I consider that this show's already over. There's so much to get to. This show's over, right? It's, it's done. But it's pretty wild to think that we only got one more show. We've only got six more shows after today. One more show until game week, six more until kickoff. How about that? That sounds uh, fantastic. (laughs) Sounds about right. We've got one more show until the kickoff of the college football season. That's as much as we wait and as much as we look at that countdown clock and you're like, oh, season's never going to get here. There's something about the final few weeks that are pain stakingly long and exhausting, but then there's also something that's, you know, it, it it almost sneaks up on you too, right? It's like, whoa, hey, game week is here, right? How was your – wait, what is today? Thursday. How was your uh, Wednesday night? How was the hell – you had events last night, didn't you? Wednesday night was great. The Norman Tigers football show was awesome. Tigers turned up and uh, and showed out, so that was great. Uh, what about your night, man? How was it? I just laid it out, dude. We we had the radio get together. We're ready to roll. Let's go. Yeah, that's the, that's exciting. The next thing for us, well, I mentioned the coaches' corner stuff, but just for the radio crew, is a 9 a.m. pregame, 11 a.m. kick a week from Saturday. Awesome, awesome. Awesome now, you know, like like the vision right in front of us. The season is right in front of us. So, a, yeah. a night like last night, is it uh, is it more fellowship or is there a good bit of planning involved? So it's evolved. That's a very good question, uh, Josh Helmer. It has evolved because I think Toby and I would uh, – well, may, maybe Toby would disagree a little bit. But when we first started, when, when he and I first started – well, when he first started as the voice and then – getting the opportunity to do sidelines, that preseason meeting was, all right, let's grab a bite to eat, and then let's go over everything. And it was very, 
what's the best way to put it? It, it was format. It was very official, right? It's fun. Don't get me wrong. But it was pretty official because, you know, you had different sponsor implementations. They might be new. We're still relatively new. But it's evolved, I think, over the last few years to where, yeah, you hit it on the head. It's, it's total fellowship. Now, don't get me wrong. Work gets done. If I, could have those kind of, if I could have those kind of work meetings more often, I would be in heaven. Uh, and judging by the way in which every single person in that restaurant knew Bob Cunningham, I'm pretty sure he does a lot of work meetings there, so I'm very jealous. But no, Josh, it is about, it's about eh, a little bit of business and a lot of fellowshipping, I think is the best way to put it. And this is the final. Oh, okay, it's go yeah, time. It's, it's go time. It's go time. And usually it's probably even a little bit earlier. But I am, I'm filled with questions today, Josh Helmer. I'm filled with questions. So with one final little tidbit of information before we get to today's sermon topic, if you will, I do want to remind everyone that while we, the royal we, are counting down to the college football season and football in general, high school's already underway, including tonight. Bill Blankenship's Owasso Rams take on Lauren Montgomery and the Bixby Spartans. 7.30 p.m. kick at the University of Tulsa. And we've got you covered at krefsports.tv. Are you going up for that, or are you, do you get to stay here? I get to stay here. I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be back broadcasting a little volleyball, but I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, – well, I w- won't be able to listen, I don't think, live, but I'll have the stream up. I'll be watching. And and then uh, Union is at Westmore. Michael Patterson McDonald take on Devin Jordan tonight at 7.30 on krefsports.tv. So, shout-outs to Green Country. What's up to the 918? Y'all, Owasso, Bixby, Union, and then, of course, right down the street from us here on I-35, Westmore. That's a fun night, dude. What a way to start the season. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool. Good job by Connor and his crew. Should be fun to watch tonight, krefsports.tv. All right. um, We have to tie up one loose end from yesterday. One loose end needs to be tied up, and I'm not talking Reggie Bush. Until later. I've got a Reggie Bush segment for us scheduled for – I'm not going to do it at 11.45, Josh, but (laughs) I'm not going to do it when we're going out the door. But in the uh, 10 o'clock hour, I want to dive into it. Does he deserve his Heisman back or not? Is this a situation when you look back and even though everyone's like, well, there's NIL now and, you know, Reggie Bush would have – it would have been fine. Eh, not really. <laughs> there's still certain things even with NIL and players getting paid that schools can't do and that athletes aren't allowed to do. And there's a few of those that are involved. But, well, I felt like it might be necessary, Josh, and tell me if this is right in that – alley of me overanalyzing things to re-examine that case just so everybody's of the understanding it's like the Jim Harbaugh thing has become oh well that's a cheeseburger he bought some kids a cheeseburger when it's like actually you know that's not that's part of it but that's not the story and I kind of feel like in the Reggie Bush saga for a lot of people that are like I can't believe he ever had it taken from him to begin with it is a little bit more than just 
Oh, yeah, his parents took money. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. Is that me overanalyzing? Are you okay if we dive into that? Oh, yeah. No, let's okay, dive cool. in. It was, it was kind of fun it was yesterday. Fun. This, the other loose end we need to tie up. We're not a big Cruton show. I don't feel like I have to give this disclaimer every time we bring it up. But we count on Parker and Steelman. We count on Travis and Tyler. I mean, for goodness sakes, we've got a show from 2 to 3 every day that is completely and totally committed to nothing but recruiting. I, so from my perspective, I don't have to act like the expert. I don't want to be the expert. I'm never going to be the expert. But learn me up, Josh. Teach me up. How should we be feeling about Saturday? How should Sooner Nation be feeling about Saturday and the timing of this announcement? I totally got wrapped up in the text line. I, Dude, I, why are you doing this to me when you know this is my greatest fear whenever I'm on remote? I'm, I'm is so I can't sorry. see when you're not paying attention to me, and it drives me. Ugh. David Stone, Saturday night. How should Sooner fans feel about this? I, I think okay. You know, it's kind of gone back and forth, the, the emotional swings here with tossing up the U, but then now there's a couple of late crystal balls that have flipped from Michigan State to Oklahoma. So – I think and cautiously, right, mm-hmm. that it's been Oklahoma, it's always been Oklahoma, and it will be Oklahoma. But, uh, you, you know, for me and probably a bunch of other people, you're kind of at that level of hurt to where it's like, I just got to see it to believe it with a five-star defensive lineman. But, uh, I mean, what do you think? What what uh, What is I the buzz no in your mind? I have no clue. I have no clue whatsoever. You know, I was thinking about that level of hurt. You know, this is my 30-year class reunion this weekend. And obviously my heart was broken every day in high school because I was an idiot who fell in love when any girl looked at me. It's like, Don Dial looked at me? I think we're going to get married. But I think about Oklahoma fans in the recruiting side, and you just mentioned getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, you've been – You've been at the aisle where you think you're, you're – every analogy you could come up with. At the aisle thinking you're getting married, uh, standing with the key to the home and you're ready to go, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, what do you mean i got to sign another piece of paper because the loan didn't go through? Right? I mean, just all these different ways you want to put it, you've been on the doorstep of that difference-making D-line, D-tackle, and you've got one of them, and you missed out on another. So I completely understand the hurt, Josh, that you feel right now because you've been burned. But I'm here to tell you right now, if if he says Oklahoma or if he doesn't, I'm not going to – I hope nobody loses their mind like what happened with, with Ari – or with Ari, excuse me. I mean, I was mm-hmm. – I understand. But is everybody – it's going to be okay. Hey, man, I recovered whenever Tiffany Huck had her boyfriend call me and tell her <laughs> – tell me to leave her alone after we'd basically spent a month together. So, I mean, you know, I understand heartbreak, guys. I understand the hurt. But, uh, yeah, I, I just – you can't – okay, let me pause for just a second, Josh because saying I, I heard a little bit thinking of Tiffany, but in seriousness, I'm not trying to project what I think is going to happen, right? So I don't think anyone should take that I'm trying to say David Stone's not going to Oklahoma. I just say measure your reaction. 
Is that fair? Both positive and negative? Yes, okay. and yet okay. if uh, it's yes, then yeah, I'm not gonna, it's not going to be measured if he doesn't go to OU. I understand. <laughs> well, that. either way, that. yeah, <laughs> either way. But uh, and and for so long in this class, you know, with Winery or Nigel Smith or whichever mm-hmm. other defensive line names you want to throw out there, it's been about David Stone, right? Is right. Oklahoma going to get David Stone? Absolutely, absolutely. Because. Travis said something when he came on with us a couple weeks ago talking about the Jane Jackson commitment and what was really exciting about that is obviously high-profile defensive lineman, but you beat out you know, all of these challenges, right, to get him there. You beat out tradition. You beat out NIL. And not to say that you don't have tradition and you don't have NIL. My point is you beat out like the Alabamas, the SEC maybe is a better way to put it. He beat out NIL. Again, not to say Oklahoma doesn't have a good NIL program, but I don't think we're ever going to be in the world where Oklahoma is handing over a $500,000 check for a guy to sign with them. I feel like if you can get David Stone, Josh, you add even another one because it's also, in a roundabout way, it's hometown boy. It's it's kind of McCoy-ish. Now, you, you got a lot of work to be Gerald McCoy, but it has that feel. It's going to be fun. You surprised that he's announcing? Any shock on the timing with how he seemed to enjoy the recruiting so much? Yeah, I guess a little bit, but uh, not not altogether, just because a lot of these guys, regardless of if they're enjoying it or you get the indication that they aren't, they, at their core, typically Mm -hmm. want to enjoy their final season, right, and want this out of the way. Saturday night, if you missed it, David Stone will make the announcement during his high school game. Now, it's not going to be like U.S. Army. Let's go down the field. Johnny's standing by with Mackay Beckton, who's going to make his announcement. It's not going to be like that, right? Are they going to do something? Have you heard all the official details? Is it going to be halftime, pregame? Good question. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. All right. David Stone. Big night, Saturday night. I apologize. Apologize that we didn't get to it yesterday on the program, but we we had to we had to dive into important things yesterday. Like should Reggie Bush get his Heisman back? Josh, there is a major topic in the sports world, specifically in what some people like to joke as flyover country, <laughs> uh, but also in Big Twelve country, and it was stirred up by the commissioner at an event that. Honestly, he should be able to feel comfortable saying things like that. But when we come back, let's dive into the – let's dive into – oh, halftime. Halftime of – he's going to announce it. Halftime of the IMG Academy game this weekend. All right, so when we come back, we have a couple of things from last night to unpack. Brett Yormark's comments at a Texas Tech pep rally, essentially – Joey McGuire's shots that he continues to take, which, again, is, is kind of funny, but also a little bit short-sighted. But it's all done whenever you're basically begging one of those teams that's leaving for something. We'll dive into it next right here on The Ref Live from Cavens. All right, welcome back into the home of Sooner fans, The Ref. We're at Cavens Group on a Thursday, as we typically are. Cavensgroup.com on Facebook Instagram and Twitter. You can find them at Cavens Group. 
emergency services 24 7 365 mold investigation mold removal emergency water extraction 405-573-3048 all right uh we got to uh we got to address last night have you been hip as the kids today say josh to Brett Yormark's act last night during a Texas Tech Red Raider event. I'm hip, yeah. I'm hip. Do you want to give general thoughts first, or would you like to hear the audio? Let's just go ahead and play, and then we can react. Okay, now, I I want to make this very clear. I don't know how good this audio is. I've listened to it a couple of times, and it seems okay, right? It seems like it sounds okay. But you never know once it goes through all of our different condensers how it's going to play out. <laughs> so here we go. And, oh, by the way, the, the funniest part of this, I, my big take was I don't, I don't know if the, these type of events should be like the comic shows where they take your phone from you. <laughs> it's like put your cell phone in this bag or whatever just so that way you're not – not videotaping everything that's said. No, no, no. This video was courtesy of Texas Tech Red Raiders Vision. So here was Brett Yormark during the Red Raider event last night. And coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Okay? So, again... To me, there's, there's nothing overtly awful or wrong about that unless you're the commissioner of a conference. <laughs> and honestly, if they played each other next year, there wouldn't be anything wrong even if you're a conference commissioner. The problem with it – to me, Josh, you tell me if you think I'm wrong. The problem to me is there is a perception – that neither Oklahoma nor Texas are going to get a fair playing field this year. And when something like that is said, even as innocent as it is, it, it, it just it raises antennas everywhere. It's like, uh, whoa. I don't believe that there's a conspiracy. But when something like that happens, that to me, Brett Yormark saying something like that, makes me believe that there is more of a conspiracy than that dope that they put in front of Congress talking about UFOs makes me believe that there's UFOs. I, I hear that, I'm like, oh, okay. And that's much more believable than, I, 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 again, this isn't about UFOs, which aren't real. This is about Brett Yormark's comments from last night. So is it much ado about nothing, or with everything around it, do you see it as a problem? I don't think it's very becoming of a commissioner. And one of the things I think that was so good about Brett Yormark was he came in for Bob Bowlesby, and it was at a obviously tumultuous time for this conference, and he didn't have the emotions wrapped up in it, right? He could come in and make logical, sound decisions, and it was not from a place of emotion. It was from a place of, hey, let's make good business. Let's position the Big 12 in the best way. This was more emotional last night, which, again, to me is not becoming of a, of a commissioner in a powerful position, just like it wasn't becoming of the deputy commissioner, Tim Weiser, at uh, Big 12 Media Days to sit there and dump all over and dunk all over Texas. Yeah. So it just, yes, 
when when there's a level of integrity that you want to protect and the idea again I, I heard you and, and Toby this morning driving in and I, I think I tend to agree with that too that the idea that there's this massive pull one over on Oklahoma and Texas no I, I don't think there is either but just in the court of public perception this is so bad playing mm-hmm. yeah that's it that's it now the very first tweet on this actually came right as we brought it up at depth under underscore chart dude great twitter handle mike writes as he retweets andy staples comment on this so andy is saying that we should expect to get hosed this year yeah that's what andy has said consistently and honestly guys it's kind of what i feel the pro here's the problem if they would just come out and say, it's going to be tough, it's going to be a rough time for them, I think I would almost accept it. But they're not. They're trying to make it, oh, it's going to be, everything's going to be even, it's going to be fine. Yeah, I would expect not to get many favors. Now, again, I just can't fathom, I can't fathom that there would be enough coordination because – Nobody in life can keep their mouth shut anymore. They just can't do it. So there would be no way that you could coordinate something to where everyone would be involved in it. But as we've learned, Josh, it don't take everyone. Proper English was there, used there too. It doesn't take the whole officiating crew to be on the take. I'm being careful here. I'm not saying anyone's getting paid off. I'm not saying anyone's getting bought. But I have been a staunch believer in the Andy Staples mindset on this, that we should not expect a fair shot at all. At all. Gents, whenever I bought my house, I love my house. Absolutely love it. But I was so naive. Because at closing and in the final negotiations, I was like, it passed this, it passed that, everything is fine, it's good to go. But then when you get in that house, you're like, this thing needs to be fixed, and that thing needs to be fixed, and this whole area behind my house that's supposed to be like this reserve, well, I just met the owner of it yesterday, so uh, what's going on there? (laughs) It's, I I expected something that I should have known I wasn't going to get. And I think we have to go into this regardless of what they're saying and the handshakes and the smiles. We know that there are, while they don't want to act like it, hurt feelers, and even with the future, very secure for the Big 12, still some some angry people with the way that this went down. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not saying anyone's on the take. I'm not saying anyone's getting paid out. I'm just saying, Josh, I don't expect to go into this final year of the Big 12 and get anything as far as the break is concerned. I don't expect anything to be just right down the line. We're playing against the stack deck this year. That's how I felt from the moment that I knew we were going to be playing the final season of the Big 12. And it doesn't feel like Oklahoma got a fair shake or Texas got a fair shake really a season ago when you look at some of the holding calls and Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Oh. So, you know, I, I hate to exist in that world, but and again, the idea that everybody would be colluding against, from a refereeing standpoint, against Oklahoma and Texas is 
tough to get there, yeah, but hey. I, I can't get there. If, if there's something borderline, yeah, I wouldn't expect that to go Oklahoma's way. Yeah, and then, and again, before we break, where are we good on time? Okay, yeah, yeah, we're perfect on time. Before we break, I agree with Travis, who hits us up on the super secret Textoso line and writes, it's a whole different, it's wholly different to not expect a fair shake and then for a conference commissioner to come out and root against a current member. Oh, you didn't get a fair shake last year. I'm, I'm trying not to believe that. But when things like that are said in public, it's hard not to. And I, I, I have nothing against Brett Yormark. I think he's done a, an amazing job. He's not only saved this conference, but he's elevated it. And in every world, Josh, you need a bad guy. Every single great story in life has a bad guy. I mean, hell, there's Satan, for goodness sakes. Need a bad guy. So with that in mind, I don't think anyone in Oklahoma or Texas has a problem being the bad guy. Especially whenever you know the reward that's coming. The problem is whenever you're expecting something and you you hear that. Here's the other part that really triggers me in this. You know, let's get to it next. There's another angle in this. That really triggers me. Really triggers me. You, you want to get true in before the break, though? Yeah, let's do just that. Okay. 405-329-9000 is the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Uh, we'll be out there tomorrow. What's going on, True Sooner? How are you, man? You know, the thing that bothers me about it is, you know, it kind of shows their true colors, you know, because they sit there and say everything's fine. We're all good. We're all 100% good. We're going to be stronger than ever. And, and that comes up, and that that shows their true colors, I think. But, but see, no, um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would, I would push back against that slightly because that mm-hmm. does show how strong they are because they're better together, and they're going to show you Texas and Oklahoma. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think right. for most of the fans of those teams, it's like, yeah, he should be saying that. Yeah, but he's saying we're going to cheat. Basically, is what, what he's saying. I mean, to get there, you know. Hey, two things real quick. I'm going to tell you real quick. First of all, okay. you know, you were talking about this this time. This time of the year is really cool for me. I know it's slowing down, but one thing I've learned it, to stop and smell the roses, kind of right now, because we're going to look up a month from now. We're going to be five games deep in this season already. You know what I mean? There, there, there's five games in September, and it's like, and you're going to be almost halfway through the season. I mean, it's crazy. So I, I try to think of that way and go, man, I really need to just slow down because I used to count the days and all that kind of stuff. Um, but kind of what Toby was talking about this morning, you know, when he, he you're asking him about uh, basically how long would it take somebody to catch OU as far – I mean, think about this for a second. He's not far off because the, the conference is going to be more evened out now, I would guess. And let's say you do get a Utah or you do get a Colorado or you do get an OSU, somebody like that that all of a sudden gets hot. And they, I mean, aggressively, can, can one of those teams win once every three or four years, a Big 12 title? Mm-hmm. And, and that would be good. If they do, it would take them 40-something years to get there. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> if yeah. even that. <laughs> yeah. I don't we'll know who brought that up on the text line yesterday, but that was it. Whoa. Thanks, Drew. That was an excellent <laughs> point. He was out. Callers for Rome, whenever they're done with their call, they say, I'm out. And you can hear them hang up their phone. That's kind of what I felt like <laughs> right there. Ouch. Seacrest, out. 
whoever texted that in yesterday, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but there's certain things that just stay with me. And that stayed with me on two fronts. Number one, it's going to take a while for someone to catch what Oklahoma's done in this conference, number one. And number two, we really spent all this time hyping up Texas and hyping up how incredible they're going to be when that is the domination that Oklahoma has showed consistently. Unreal. All right, um, quick break. As you might imagine, the text line is on fire over the Brett Yormark comments last night. But I want to tell you with this. There's something that triggers me even more than what your Mark said. And it's just the angle around this. The whole idea of what Texas Tech has been begging for. But then they're going to go out and say that? We'll dive into it next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, it's the Thursday edition of the Plank Show on the Road in Cavens Group. Cavens Disaster response second to none emergency services 24 7 365 emergency board up smoke and fire damage cleanups call us in the okc metro area 405-573-3048 and the cavens phone number needs to be stored in your cell worldwide nationwide 800-594-4437 it seems as if josh most people are on the side of we are uh, we're going to get hosed. But I've been kind of prepared for it. I'm ready to accept it. I'm here for it. I'll just, just like every single bad guy in wrestling, I'll just sit there and shake my head whenever he gets hosed. I know it. Here's one. Uh, Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line. Again, if it's just some – booster or it's just fan or it's just maybe even a coach i don't have a problem with right coach especially that'd be great but when it's the commission of a league i don't feel like i'm making too much of this am i no you want expect a commissioner to just have a certain sense of professionalism and keep the emotions out of it and i know he's sort of playing up to the crowd and this and that but it's just not a it's just not positive for anybody when the commissioner makes those comments. It's just not. A couple of quick texts. Uh, in light of the Big 12's commissioner comments, writes the 405, our message to the Sooners is a quote from Coach Bill Yost from Remember the Titans. Leave no doubt, Brent. Run up the score. <laughs> I, uh, I like that. I like that. But I just – how about – I want wins. If they run the score up, great. But let's just win the games. Frisco Sooner, agree or disagree with this one, Josh? Yeah, I'm sorry. Brett Yormark is a bleep clown. That was pretty classless and unprofessional. I believe this guy is a used car salesman who has pulled the wool over most people's eyes. We all know people like this who love to hear themselves talk and talk out of both sides of their mouth. I actually think it's pretty comical and Mickey Mouse. Well, Frisco Sooner, if indeed you are right, uh, he's made one heck of a first impression, has he not, Josh? 
If he is, in your words, used car salesman, he's made a good impression on that front. Yeah, he's, he's flipping a lot of used cars. There's no doubt. By the way, I want the I want to make this very clear for a moment because I am here to defend someone that Frisco Sooner just defamed. I feel like car salesmen get a bad rap. Some of my best friends sell cars, Josh. Now, if we can remove certain words from the uh, English language and phrases, I would no longer like on this program for used car salesmen to be used as something shady, Frisco Sooner. Um, how about this from the 918? I, I, I'm being serious. I'm being tongue-in-cheek, Frisco Sooner. Don't be Sometimes that sarcasm doesn't come across in the air, especially whenever I'm uh, as, as kind of – I sound nasally today. Because I know football's getting closer because I have to, like, double-dose the Flonase. <laughs> the 918 writes, what if they don't call, say, blatant targeting on OU or Texas, putting the safety of the players at risk? Again, that's – I think I explained it well. I notice how in and out some people can be on the show. I understand that there's data, data, and there's emotions and stats to back it up. I just can't fathom, Josh, that there could be some sort of conspiracy like that in officiating. And that it wouldn't leak. That, that wouldn't somebody leak. wouldn't talk. I mean, what, what are you expecting that your mark and Weiser walk in? All right, guys. Okay, Operation Screw OU Texas. Here we go. Let's break this thing down. <laughs> Here's a good question from the 405. So then, how will the OU Texas game be officiated? Oh man, uh, what's I need a movie like Hunger Games? Is that probably how it's gonna be? Uh, let them go at each other. Just no personal fouls called. It's like NFL blitz out there. Our guys throwing each other around. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies is the line I was looking for. Um. Well, here's a theory. Case in point. Look at the call in the end zone two years ago at OSU to keep us from going to the Big 12 championship. That was pass interference. That was pass interference. It was a terrible no call. I he, I understand it was kind of last gasp in the moment in the throw, but swallowing the whistle in that moment, oh, oh my God, that was terrible. With that said, you know, we like to have those what-if conversations. What if? What if OU gets that call and wins that game? I mean, is do we got an interim coach for the Big 12 championship game? Do we got an interim coach for Oklahoma for their – well, they, you did have for their bowl game. I don't know. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, And then one more here for two-star Taylor. We're going to find out when we travel to Cincy just how fair of a shot we have. Yeah, but again, I think this is going to be one of those stories that you have to track throughout the season. And if I can make a comparison, Josh, every time it seems Oklahoma loses a recruit, it's because of the bag that was dropped. And I can't help but wonder if as we go into the season, every time that Oklahoma has more penalties called on them than the opposition or some bad calls go their way, I can't help but think that's going to be all about. Oh, the official screwing us. That's that's what this is all about. Are you prepared for those moments? 
Well, I think it's pretty much a given that that's going to happen at some point. Now, is it going to be super pronounced or this or that? Okay, we'll see. But just because of this, I mean, that's more than anything, that's what this from your mark is, is there's no real good defense from the public now. You've, some would say that you've taken a conspiracy theory and you've given it legs. But you've more than given it legs. You've literally kicked it into overdrive. Oh, gosh, okay, we, this is really good. You guys have absolutely, absolutely knocked it out of the park with some of the angles on this, and we'll dive into it next. At the top of the hour, all right, I have – I have to get this off my chest, Josh. There's another angle to this that is infuriating to me. And let's revisit the Reggie Bush case just to ask the question. Did he truly deserve to have his Heisman taken away? And now should he win his lawsuit and get his Heisman back? It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. We've got a big high school football night tonight for you on krefsports.tv. Bixby is taking on Owasso. That game will be played at Chapman Stadium on the, campus. The Battle of the Burbs. Oh, is that what they're calling it? I like that. Battle of the Burbs. 7.30 tonight. Then Union at Westmore. That's at 7.30. Michael Patterson McDonald versus Devin Jordan in Sooner Commits. And as we uh, touched on a little bit earlier and as talked about on this station quite a bit yesterday, David Stone will make his announcement at halftime of his high school game on Saturday night. Good news for me, Josh. I'll need something to do while avoiding everyone at my 30-year class reunion, so I'll probably be watching the uh, the game. You want two quick texts before we wrap up hour number one? Yes, let's do that. Story of the day. Then Brett Yormark's comments last night at a Texas Tech Red Raider event. To where he, and again, just when I say it out loud, it's kind of like people are mad about it. Basically said, Joe McGuire, I'm going to be in Austin. I'm going to be in Austin. And I expect you to win. I expect you to say, I'm paraphrasing, but it was really an innocent phrase. Unless you're the commissioner of a conference where the conversation is centered around two schools that are leaving that everyone wants to see get hosed. Derek writes, my biggest problem with all of this is that if there is a blatant no call or blatant calls that shouldn't have been called, you're effectively penalizing these kids. Easier to call them kids the older I get, by the way. For something they have zero control over and have worked their butts off for, that's BS. Now, again, Josh, I feel like this is where we need that disclaimer where we hit play. I just can't allow myself to believe that there is some overriding conspiracy that would involve being able to swing calls, right? Yeah, because then you're getting into a referee or someone. I mean, they're risking their professional future. Here's one from the 405. Why do you have to assume a conspiracy? Can't explicit bias on the part of the conference lead to bad officiating without any Watergate tapes? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm giving officials too much credit here, Josh, because I just I don't think that 
they would be where oh oh so all right so they're the team that's leaving I've got to make sure that I call it against that that's my reasoning Josh why I think it would be a bigger conspiracy I just don't think an official would go out there on his own accord because the conference is losing OU in Texas they're while they might be Big 12 officials you know they're going to they're going to still have opportunities to officiate unless they're bad at their job yeah, it's not a bunch of stormtroopers, right, with the earpiece in, hey, execute command, this or that. But, I mean, but to, to that question, that's why I don't – that's why I have to assume in somewhat, you know, hopefully mocking terms because terms I don't believe it, a conspiracy because I just – I don't think the officials are that ride or die with the Big 12 individually where you were like, oh, well, I mean, wouldn't a bias? No, 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 they don't care. I don't think I don't think any of the officials are like Big Twelve baby. Sure, they work under the Big Twelve umbrella and they work in this region, but they're just as apt to be in the SEC or the Big Ten or the ACC in the next few years. Right? If there's a review of a targeting or this or that where it goes up to the league office, don't expect any favors. There you go. Okay. When it goes to league office, that's fine. But to assume some sort of bias would be there for the on the field guys, yeah. But off the field, boy, I just I want to imagine that there's like the evil empire, and it's just filled with a dartboard that's got an OU logo and a Texas logo, They're constantly throwing darts at it. They look out, and it's like, hey, there's a review on a call that maybe the runner's knee is down, and it would be a fumble to give Oklahoma the football back, or it would allow Oklahoma to keep the football. No. Make it a turnover. I just I want to imagine that. And I want to imagine Oklahoma and maybe even Texas overcoming it too. The angle to this that really triggers me though, Josh. I'll get to it next. Plus, uh, we got a little post practice avail. We've got a recap from the other night. Uh, we didn't get to all of it, and you deserve it right here on the Home of Sooner Fans Live from Kansas.